What's going on, man? Nothing. I had to bring it down. So, um, got your phone up. <clears throat> got my phone up. All right. You got uh, you got your coffee. Got my coffee. Yeah. People saw yesterday that that is not a splash. That is a splash. They saw it. It's a splash. They saw and the votes came in and they all say that's more than a splash. Now you're lying because we're recording this on a Saturday. I'm prophesying. You're prophesying, I'm prophesying right prophesying, now? Yes. So, you might be a false prophet. If I'm proven to be false, then you'll have to stone me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to do that. Yeah, and not in the way your neighborhood buddies like to stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that way. No, different you're, way. You're, well, your neighborhood buddies, I. Yeah, you. you they don't. Well, your neighbor. You, your neighborhood buddies. Your new neighborhood and your new neighborhood buddies. I. I don't see them doing that. I see them having wine parties. And, yeah. Oh, uh, probably organizing like fox hunts. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a part of a fox hunt? We don't call it that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We call it Fox Fellowship. Mm. I know that uh, that there was. Uh, I knew a guy that was a part of a a regular fox hunt, and and they would bring out all their like super expensive cars and park them, and then yeah. they would see them, and then they would do like this fox hunt. They would get on horses. Like, a whole okay, very, okay. Very rich people stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. never done that. Yeah. Well, you've only been there, and I've been there a year yet. So yeah, they'll invite. They, you. They'll, they'll invite oh, me at some point. Yeah, I'm sure they will. <laughs> if they do, can I wear? Can I somehow be a part of it? I'm gonna wear the clothes, like you know, the 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 boots and the little hat. Yeah. What about if you're my bloodhound? I will be the bloodhound. You'll be my bloodhound. I, I can do that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I could play the fox. Wait. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think you're allowed to actually hunt the foxes in the area. So I have. I be... have no. So we're gonna hunt you. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough movies where like like that's the ultimate sport. You hunt men. <laughs> hunt men. Yeah. yeah I'll well, do that. You're gonna be easy to find though. No. No man. Oh, just look for the cigar smell. F- first of all, follow the cigar all, smell. No man, I'll I'll go a ghillie suit. I'll be I'll be blending in. Mm. It's gonna be awesome. All right. Yeah. Nah, we'll find you fast. Yeah, fine, whatever. You'll whine within like ten minutes. Uh, yeah, bugs. I, like it's not, it's not that I'm afraid of bugs. I just don't like them. And yeah. like the, the mosquitoes. And, and then like the spiders. Well, that would be a problem. That would be a problem for Dude, you. Dude, right now, so like I'm sitting in the garage because it's been raining so much. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the garage at night, and uh, and and it's as the temperature has dropped. You can see these huge spiders. Oh my goodness, coming in, like yeah. looking for warmth. Oh, so big. So I've got this giant can of like spray for killing like spiders raid. and stuff. And so I sit there, and when I see them walking, because I can't get close to them. So I, but I can sit where I'm at and spray them from like five feet, five feet away, mm-hmm. and I just watch them die. Yeah. Why you so? Why you? Because I hate them so much. I can't is, do it, it. Is, is it like? It, it's, it's not like a, it, fear. It's is a it? legit phobia. Yes, I have an okay. irrational fear of spiders. Okay, well, yeah, and I'm just yeah, asking. No, I'm it's just really, real. it's yeah. I can't. If it, if there's a spider on the floor, walking away from me, I can usually sneak up behind it and step on it. Okay, but if it's that going towards lot, you, no way. That's that's. And if it's on a wall, I'm I'm out. I'm out. One time when Jen and I were newly married, mm-hmm. we opened up. We moved to Kentucky. Okay. And we opened up our apartment door to go out and a banana spider had spun a, a big web right yeah, over yeah. our door. And so the, the yellow and black, they're not dangerous, but yeah, yeah. like they're freaky looking. It looks like striper, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah. the striper spider. And uh, so it's sitting there and I almost walked into it face first. Oh, it gosh. shut me down for about 30 minutes. Oh, I literally couldn't so go. I, I, went, I went and sat down on the couch shaking. The, yeah. So I can, uh, mouses, rats, mouses, mice, mice. rats, snakes, Wasps, no problem. I'll get them. Get them. Mm-hmm. No spiders. Uh, done. Can't do it. Mm-mm. What are you looking at? What's going on? What are you doing over there? Did you fall asleep? 
No, I'm good. I was oh. just taking some chicken as well. Oh, okay. But I was trying to think. Are you taking it for your recording? No. Because sometimes you forget to push the button. Uh, I was not checking to see if I was recording. <laughs> I was seeing if my shoes were dirty. Um, oh. <clears throat> but, so does that mean you can't watch like arachnophobia? I did watch arachnophobia in the theater when it came out. Really? How, yeah. did, how was that for that you? That was not fun. Really? Yeah, but it's not real. It's on the TV. Don't like it. You'll see, here's the thing. I will say, so Pastor Brian, one of our elders, uh, his wife hates clowns. Scary clowns in particular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I'll send her, I'll find a really creepy picture of a clown. Okay. And I'll send it to her. Okay. And then she usually responds with like some some giant spider laying eggs and baby spiders walking all over. It's very, that's not cool. You guys have a weird friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I don't do that to people I don't like. Oh, you, oh, you only do that to no, people you like? I only hurt the people I love. <laughs> Mm. that's exactly what that, it is. that's what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. your love language well you know uh this is uh this is october so i know people think of it as pastor appreciation month or mm-hmm. clergy, but mm-hmm. october 31st that's right halloween baby reformation oh yes day. i'm sorry reformation day Yeah, reformation yeah. day reformation day commemorating 1517 mm-hmm. when uh when martin lawrence but, um, uh, no <laughs> not, oh, not, Mar- not oh, martin lawrence different ml yeah not not, oh. not martin <laughs> still one of the best shows right no i don't never watched it what no stop no that was like uh it was the 90s yeah yeah i wasn't watching tv in the 90s hardly at all in fact i didn't watch any tv through college so 93 to 97 i didn't watch any tv you didn't watch martin with shenane I, I, I didn't watch any tv in fact i didn't watch because i was going to moody and they really couldn't have tvs in your room yeah and so uh and in the summers i was working i watched movies when i would go off campus okay okay i'm okay. a movie guy yeah, yeah, i didn't yeah. watch tv so afterwards and like friends everybody would talk about how like you know friends is this horrible like evil plot to take over the minds of the youth and Seinfeld and all these shows were bad. So uh, the first thing Jen and I did, of course, when was we watch, out, we, watch we, the, we're going to start watching some of these shows. Yeah. And, uh, and Friends is just horrible. We liked Friends after it hit a certain season and we started liking it. It got funny. But uh, I've it, not gotten to that season. Yeah. You got to get Ross sort of loses his mind at some point and becomes actually funny. He was really annoying. Nobody likes Phoebe. Um, we watched Seinfeld, but honestly, like 97, we were watching the Bulls, like every Bulls game. Okay, we okay. So, yeah, no, I didn't watch TV in the 90s, so I didn't see that stuff. I watched 80s TV. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. No, Martin was fantastic. Yeah, never seen it. It was great. Mm. Just amazing. Well, uh, I'll take your word for it. No, you gotta. I'm just, not, no, not going to watch it. Just watch an episode. I'll watch an episode. Yeah, you, I'm not saying you, you have to pick an episode for me. I will watch it and I will report back. You know it's got to have Shanae in it. I don't know who that is. Oh. Yeah. You just tell me, like, you watch this episode. All right. I'll even look yeah. it up. You just tell me which one it is. All right. Well, I got to find an episode that's got, like, Shanae mm-hmm. and the neighborhood boy. Okay. That's a that's a twofer right there. Okay, I'll, listen, that's I will, a twofer. This, we're talking for like 22 minutes with you know, commercial breaks removed. So yeah, easy peasy. Yeah. yeah, either that or like. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Uh, never mind. Horse of Men. Horse of Men. Horse of Men. Horse and Man. Horse and Man. What's the name of it? It's a fantastic. You mean Mr. Ed? No, Mr. no, no, Ed no. Was an old black and white TV show where he talked. I I know what that is. Yeah, his <clears throat> owner's name was Wilbur. I watched that. I watched that growing up. Did you see those memes? <clears throat> the amazing talking Mr. Ed, and it was Ed Litton. <laughs> no, I did not see that. Oh no. Oh no! Oh, yeah. th- those are pretty good. Listen, man, I've been memed. You've been, we've been made fun of, and like sometimes you just you know what you get called on who you are and what you do. That just happens. So you know, 
Oh, it's Only Fools and Horses. That's the name of it. What is that? That's it, not a TV show. Yeah, don't know who it is. It only is. Fools and Horses is the name of a TV show. Yeah, a fantastic one from the 80s. Maybe the 70s. Only Fools and Horses. Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, yeah. How have I never heard of this? Because it's British. That's but why. it's amazing. Okay, yeah. It's a fantastic... Yes, no way. It's a fantastic mm. series. Yeah, that would be horrible. Why? There's no way. The only British show that I've liked was Young Ones. I liked that. That was also 80s. Did you watch the... Uh, oh, 80s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Afterlife is fantastic okay yes I, I take it back i have seen a number of really good yeah, I, after british life, shows yeah. but i don't like i don't like american comedy shows in general and so i don't like british comedy shows in general so it's more of a me thing yeah no that's yeah, definitely a you yeah. thing but afterlife i think is is amazing yeah um, it's heartbreaking and, and and funny oh my gosh I, I'll, I'll sit there and i'll laugh yep. hysterically mm-hmm. and then start crying yep I mean, I don't get that far, but I, I move closer to crying. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode was just like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I just, it's beautiful. <laughs> even, even when you're, even when you're just struck with, you know, an atheist's um, mm-hmm. dilemma. Yep. Like it, it, it makes me sad, but also very grateful for yeah. like the truth of the gospel yeah. and the knowledge of God. So yeah, man. No, he's a fantastic actor. I mean, I, I'm going to say this on air. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think Matt Berry, okay. just a different British actor, yeah, is one of the most underrated comedians of our time. Mm, okay, well, yeah, but f- you know, but he's British, so he's half as funny as like our worst comics. So okay, what? Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I just think he's. I hear the funniest th- thing about him is are his teeth. So actually, yeah. his teeth are pretty good. Yeah, because he came to America and got them fixed. He might have actually. I'm trying to think of like some of his older stuff. <laughs> and yeah, uh, don't at me if you watch some of his stuff because it's definitely not. Uh, he's got he, he it's British, so they yeah. use different languages. Oh, okay, they use different, different languages, different well, words. Like Greek, yeah, yeah sure. Like, well, more, more. Pardon their French. Oh, okay, I got it. So he's French, mm-hmm. uh, old ancient Phoenician. Yeah, kind of I, now I kind of don't even want to. The only one that maybe I could suggest is IT Crowd. And he, I think he gets in season two. Yeah, Brian's always trying to get me to watch. I think it was Brian trying to get me to watch IT Crowd. IT Crowd's it's good. Yeah, it's no, very good. I'm not watching that. Okay, no, it's, it's, no. All right. Anybody, anybody like getting chased by like a guy in a mask? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Show me that one. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'll watch the whole thing. It never happens. And you're just like, oh, sorry. I got, <laughs> I got, I got, I got to confuse with somebody else. So October 31st is Reformation, Reformation Day. Reformation Day. Here we it are. It is uh, the day Martin Luther nailed the 95 Theses to the uh, the church door. And uh, people think of that as the kickoff of the Reformation. Technically, it wasn't. I mean, there were other things happening in different parts mm-hmm, of the world. Mm-hmm. But it is a key moment and, and a very key moment in the Reformation. And so we uh, we celebrate that as 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 Protestant churches, and uh, in fact we're having a, a, a professor of history, church history, coming in to preach uh, at our church on a Reformation Sunday. Yeah, that's uh, right. So that's going to be really great. Looking forward to that. And um, you know what the title of his sermon is? You want to know? Oh gosh, this is going to be amazing. So wait, he's a professor, so yes. it's going to be like really long. And don't, got, don't assume that you know. And, and I, does it have a colon? Okay, first with like of a all, subtitle. Listen, here we go. Here we go. Don't don't assume you know. Right. Okay, title. Ready? Martin Luther: How the Gospel Saved a Desperate Monk. <laughs> is there a colon? Like I said, there, there's a there is yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Martin Luther colon. 
How the gospel saved a desperate monk. And he's going to be in Romans 1, 16 and 17 and uh, Psalm 31, 1. Oh, man, I'm super excited. I'm excited for it, too, but I love that I called him. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. He's, <laughs> this guy, Dr. Quiggle, is the man. Love him. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, uh, you know, when you're talking about uh, Reformation and the Reformation, people think of the five solas. Yep. Right? Sola fide. Yep. Sola scriptura. Sola gratia. Yep. Um, solus Christus. Yep. Soli Deo Gloria. Um you know, we we love those those Latin phrases that summarize those doctrines that were that were being emphasized during the Reformation. And there's there's a, there's another one that does get thrown around today, uh, and people usually just say it semper reformanda. Yeah, right? or the shorthand semperfi. No, that's a different one. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah semperfi. That's a that's a, that's a Marines, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, I don't even know what fi is. Always faithful. Is it short for fidelis? I don't even know. No, I figured that you would know this. Is well, it? I don't. I'm not in the military. Well, no, I mean, but you, you have a bag that's like a military bag. You, you use a lot of tactical gear. Uh, yeah, it means it's it stands for semper fidelis, always faithful. Yeah, see, yeah. told you. But that's oh, this. Yeah, that's because I'm the military. I'm a military bag. Yeah, you. Is that is that your tactical bag again? Tactical, my military. Military wouldn't use that. No, I, exactly. Yeah, that's why you're the poser. No, I'm not. It's, a poser. Like, it's, it's not like a military bag. It's, no, it's a tactical. It's a tactical off, bag. It's an off. Brand. It's not that they brand. It's off brand. It's a major brand. It's a, no, it's a major it's a, award. It's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too early. I know. Yeah, I know. Let's get to Halloween first. Still good. Still good. All right. So, but Semper Reformanda uh, essentially means always reforming, right? At least that's the way it's thrown around. Yeah. And a lot of people tend to think it means like, yeah, we should always be uh, refining our doctrine. We should always be learning, always Mm -hmm. correcting our theology. So that, you know, when I'm evolving in my thought of whether or not to dunk a baby Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah, like, you know, maybe, maybe let's reevaluate the doctrine of justification. Maybe we got that wrong. And we kind of, that's, some people think about it as, you know, growing theologically. Now, mm-hmm. listen, obviously should always be examining our doctrine, uh, looking at what we believe, um, always evaluating, evaluating it by scripture, but that's not what uh, Semper Reformanda means. Um, so regardless of whether or not it's a good idea mm-hmm. to be reevaluating your doctrine, um, Semper Reformanda isn't even the real phrase. What? What do you mean? Yeah, the real phrase is Ecclesia Reformata Semper Reformanda, which means the church is reformed and mm-hmm. always being reformed. Mm. That's that's the meaning. Like the church is reformed and always being reformed according to the word of God is actually the, the full idea. Then this was this really came out in uh, like the mid 17th century. Um, and without going into all the church history using the names of men that I have a hard time saying, mm-hmm. uh, we just want to look at this phrase and understand it as it is intended to uh to teach us and to encourage us not how it's popularly used right okay yeah, yeah. so I, again it's not that the church should always be changing and adapting that's a lot of people like the church needs to adapt and change with culture to change mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. and and there's a sense in which yes the, the the church does adapt in cultures because we use language and clothing and resources and mm-hmm. those things change and uh, uh cigars and bourbon <laughs> Listen, pastors were paid in bourbon. So that we, they have a long tradition of pastors in bourbon. I just, uh, we, where, were, where were we? Yeah, I'll, I'll save that. For, I'll save that for a Thursday episode. Okay. 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 So, um, so here, here, here is basically we want to encourage you in um, 
an Ecclesia Reformata, Semper Reformanda, or you can shorten it to Semper Reformanda. That's fine. But mm-hmm. we want you guys to have a good understanding of it and to be excited about it. And I think in the end, what you'll see is like, oh yeah, that's what, at least that's what Jimmy and I want to be about. That this is yeah. really what we, what's in our heart and what we aim to be and to encourage on this podcast. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons why we started the podcast, yes. right? Was the, this notion of not just, as we'll see, you know, not just reformed theology, but the reforming of one's heart. Yes. Continually, yes. right? So let's, we'll break it down into three parts, right? The church is reformed. Okay. Always being reformed. Okay. And by the word of God. Perfect. Okay. So the church is reformed, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, the slogan itself assumes that there's a proper theology, right? Yes. It assumes that, uh, that it's clearly articulated, that it's a, I mean, really being confessionally reformed. Yes, that is, that is the idea. The, the, the church is reformed. These are guys that got to the place in the articulation of their theology, putting the best minds together, mm-hmm. uh, pushing back against the abuses of Rome or the Roman yep. Catholic Church. Yep. So like the gospel is settled, right? The, the knowledge of God as you know, to some degree has been articulated. It's, they're not looking to, to tweak it. They're yeah. not looking to grow beyond that. They're, they're, they're saying like, listen, the church is what it is. So we, this means that they've embraced the Catholic creeds and they've adopted a reformed confession. Sidebar. Sidebar. I know that there's still, especially when R. Scott Clark gets involved, there's a lot of debate about whether or not Baptists should be called Reformed Baptists or if, you know, if that's even a thing. Uh, it is modern usage. It, was, it wasn't in use until... 20th century we weren't called mm-hmm, reformed baptist mm-hmm, we were called particular baptist uh and it is a, a a popular term to use today i i'm fine with it i think we've articulated why that is but we understand that that pedo baptist covenant theology is usually the ones that hold the reins of the title reformed so when they talk about reformed confessions they're talking about uh, the belgic confession mm. or the westminster whereas we would include in that the 1689 second london confession mm. nevertheless all right so these are people that um that embrace a reformed confession and the catholic creeds uh they have a, a covenantal theology all the things that mark what reformed theology is mm-hmm. now jimmy are those like we're not saying that that's everything, right? Like the, no. the confession contains all of the truth of God's word. Well, no, it, they're not exhaustive of all the biblical truth, mm-hmm. but we we would say that they, they're accurate descriptions or explanations yeah. Yeah. of the critical doctrines that we have of our faith. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's fair because we're, yeah, we're not saying that we've got it like, listen, the Apostles' Creed is right. Mm-hmm. But it only covers so much. Yeah, you know, uh, Nicene uh, is is correct, but it only covers so much. So any confession is going to be limited in its scope. Yeah, and so which is why we like them because some of them are are, are broader and they cover more material. Some of them are are, are a bit shorter, but um, but what they cover is hopefully um, a a biblical way of summarizing what we believe and what we value, at least to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you know, people are encouraged to adopt or to affirm uh, a confession if they can. And if they can't, is it because you have an exception, right? Uh, and if it is, is it is it a, a, an exception in, that's small in nature or do you disagree with the whole? I mean, a lot of guys call themselves 1689, but they don't embrace covenant theology. Mm. You're, you're not a Reformed Baptist if you disregard covenant yeah. theology, which yeah. is fine. You don't have to be a Reformed Baptist. You can be... Whatever, you know, you follow your conscience as you read the word. But um, so, yeah, I, I think I think the confessions are good. We've talked so much about that. So the, the basic idea here, when we say the church is reformed um, and always reforming, it's establishing that the church 
has a good, proper theology. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we've arrived and we're perfect in all that we believe. It means, though, that we have settled our, our core doctrinal commitments and understandings and articulated them well. But what about this always being reformed? Like, reformed, the church is reformed, and always, and sometimes people will insert, always in need of being, mm. uh, but always being reformed. Well, I mean, it, it carries in that particular meaning, right? Like, always being reformed. Mm-hmm implies two things okay it implies uh we are not reforming ourselves but are being reformed Mm -hmm. and also then we are being reformed in heart and in life yeah yeah and i like that right because it's it's not semper reformanda always reforming isn't really the idea it's always being reformed you're being changed that's right that's that's quite a bit different. It's like it's it's. I mean it's it's. I mean scriptural truth of like sanctification, right? Yes. Yeah. And being changed from one degree of glory to the next, mm-hmm. right? Being you know preparing, being prepared and uh, to enter into glory. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and and it's not even about our doctrine. It is like you said. It's about our heart. It's yeah. about our life. This this is the original understanding, right? It's. It's, it's that, okay, you, you have articulated the truth. Now let's make sure that you are living in that truth, that yeah. you are acting upon that truth, and that you are being changed by that truth. It really, like, Semper Reformanda is a call to see our corruptions, mm. to see, like, where we're wayward or where there is a disconnect, and then to return to God and to return to his word for correction and transformation. So th- that is a much different thing than what most people seem to be saying Semper Reformanda. It's almost yeah. like Semper Reformanda for a lot of people is the church always reforming. Let's 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 be progressive, right? Let's, yeah. let's move forward. And listen, the word progressive is a great word, but it tends to mean pushing away from traditional or established ideas yeah. and moving into, into new ideas. Into Bernie Sanders territory. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, <clears throat> um, so then as, as we hear that then, right? And the sense of always being reformed, mm-hmm. if one is not continually being reformed in the sense right. of uh them they themselves are being transformed sanctified mm-hmm. uh being reformed in their heart yeah. and in their affections and their life and how they think and how they talk um i mean are they really then truly well yeah are they reformed are right? they reformed is your yeah can you and this is i mean can you be reformed in doctrine but not reformed in heart well i suppose um you can articulate and affirm the truth of the gospel without actually believing the gospel. Well, yeah, there's right? there's people there, you know, there are PhDs out there that uh, mm-hmm. in religious studies that don't believe in the gospel. Yeah. But they, they can articulate it. Yeah, they know exactly what it says. They, you know, they, they, yeah. they've interpreted scripture. They know the Christian tradition. You know, demons believe. Yeah. But they don't believe believe. Exactly. Right? exactly. Like they, they know the truth. And so, yeah, it, it, and this is what Semper Reformanda is about. It's about correcting the the tendency of dead orthodoxy, right? Mm. Like you can actually hold to the truth and confess, like the Puritans were really big on this. The Puritans were big on this because you had all of these churches filled with people who would affirm truth and they would affirm these truth claims and these confessions. But for many of them, they weren't converted. You know, it's like, it's like the, the, the Pharisees, many of the Pharisees, not all of the Pharisees, but many of the Pharisees schooled in the law, like read, read the scripture, mm-hmm. uh, were men of <clears throat> prayer mm-hmm. and all of these things. But, uh, they weren't ready to actually believe in Christ when he was there and their under and their practical understanding of the word was oftentimes way off base. 
So yeah, I think it's, I mean, that's what well, we talk about doctrine and devotion, right? That's, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, our thing, mm-hmm. right? We, we, we want to have right doctrine. We want to have right devotion. The tagline that we like to use reformed theology, reformed hearts that we, we hope that that's for everybody and any, any corruption in our doctrine can lead to a corruption in our piety. But when we look at those most important doctrines that we hold to be dear and true, um, we all benefit from that, even if we're in different traditions. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So for those of you who would say that you are reformed, well, hopefully you're, you want to be reformed in heart, not just in doctrine. And for those of you who aren't reformed, well, hopefully that you are, let's just say, you know, you may disagree with us on like our confessional stance or some of our doctrines, but we both agree in the truth of God's word. And we, yeah. if we even if we're coming to different conclusions, we believe the gospel, we believe our triune God is the one true God. And so all of that and our best understandings of God's word should be forming us. It doesn't just, there's that old Rich Mullins song. Uh, what? Yeah, that's good. What? That's good. <clears throat> For, let, uh, let me get this straight. Yeah. You didn't watch Martin, but you can go ahead right now mm-hmm. and quote Rich Mullins. He was a Christian guy, yeah. Oh, because he's a believer? Yeah, I mean, he was a singer. I listen to music. I said I didn't watch TV in the eighties. What do you? I mean, the nineties. What do you want me to do? Not quote Rich Mullins. Rich Mullins was great. All right, go ahead. What's wrong with Rich, with, with, with Rich Mullins? No, go ahead. It's okay. fantastic. The only thing wrong with Rich Mullins, he didn't wear shoes. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> I don't like that. Put some shoes on, dude. Um, oh, so he sings uh, this song. I think it's Creed, and he's basically singing the Apostles' Creed. Yeah, it's good. Can I take you higher? Yeah. No, no, no. That's a different Creed, and. Um, with his arms wide open. Um, <laughs> and in that song, he says, I did not make it. It is making me. Right? Like, we don't we don't create these gospel truths. We yeah. We, these aren't the invention of man. It It's God's word, and they make it makes us. It makes us who we are. And that really gets us to this last part, right? That we are reformed and being reformed according to the word of God. Yeah. Uh, we're not being changed by culture. We're mm. not trying to keep up with whatever is new and what is, you know, most, uh, most pressing. We're not letting politics yeah. or, or, you know, societal directions determine what we are. It's always according to the word of God. And so there's a couple of articles we're going to link that'll help you get a better understanding and a more historical understanding of uh, Semper Reformanda. Mike Horton says it this way, though, about us being uh, reformed, being reformed according to the word of God. He says this, It is not because the culture is always changing and we need to be up and with the times, but because we are always in need of being reoriented to the word that stands over us individually and collectively Mm. that the church can never stand still. It must always be a listening church. Quote, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ from Romans 10, 17. Personally and corporately, the church comes into being and is kept alive by hearing the gospel. The church is always on the receiving end of God's good gifts as well as his correction. The spirit does not lead us apart from the word, but directs us back to Christ as he is revealed in scripture. We always need to return to the voice of our shepherd. The same gospel that creates the church sustains and renews it. Our personal conformity to the word that Paul commands in Romans 12 is never completed in this life. And the same is true of the church in the present age. So the idea is that the, the, the truth of God is what makes the people of God. But that making is progressive. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's ongoing. It's, it's continual because 
on the side of the resurrection, we're just never going to arrive. And I think <clears throat> when we, for these three things, this is the most critical. And I think it's in our culture today, in our Christian church today, this is the part that's missing. Mm. We're often seeing people being changed or progressing, right? Uh, but not according to the word of God, but according to uh, the whims and, and uh, changes of our culture trying to infiltrate the church and say, you know, hey, this is what the culture is dealing with, or this is what the culture is saying is right. You, We need to be on board, mm-hmm. right? You see, you know, uh, that w- whether it's like social justice, wokeness, all this stuff that uh, uh, the world is embracing, yeah. you see people trying to bring that within the church. Yeah, uh, and, and, and on both sides of it, right? You've got, you know, people that, they, they, their, their churches are becoming characterized by social causes, right? Or they're being characterized by social resistance. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, I, I sort of get like the impulses in both people or in both yeah. groups. But, you know, we're supposed to know the truth of God and remain grounded in biblical theology. Yeah. Now, for Reformed churches, that means that uh, well, we've, we've settled our core theological issues, but we always have to seek to be reformed, constantly reformed by the Word of God in our hearts and in, and in our lives. So what we want to encourage everybody to do is to, is to be looking for change and transformation of the heart in accordance with the Word of God. Okay, so maybe you are a Calvinist, or maybe you would consider yourself reformed. Um, great. But if it's not leading to a reformation of heart the, the reformation that you're claiming isn't producing fruit i mean how real is it mm. how real is it if if we aren't benefiting and experiencing these truths that we confess with our mouths you know you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead there's got to be a connection between head and heart between our doctrine and our devotion so Happy Reformation Month and Happy Reformation Day whenever we get there, October 31st, mm-hmm. uh, a couple more weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's happening on a Sunday. So, man, preach the word. You know, celebrate God's God's gift, and um, let's all grow in the grace and the knowledge of Christ. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DocTionDevotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. What do we got? I don't know. I did the fresh pod, right? I don't know. I was I was reading my phone. Well, why aren't you paying attention? attention? This is your job. Why weren't you this paying your attention? We want to thank you, our all access subscriber. This is your banter of truth this Tuesday on episode. Tuesdays. Yeah, thanks for supporting us, man. Thank Appreciate you. That. And you got your weekday wisdom Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Yeah, that's right. Read the Bible together. Talk let, about let it. Let everybody know. Yeah, spread Send the word. Send them on over to drvotion.com slash all access so they can register. We need some fresh reviews on the iTunes, too. Oh, let's get some new ones. Let's get some new ones. Some I haven't checked recently. Yeah, but I, I checked a couple weeks ago, and there been a little bit. So let's uh, let's get some more of those. All right, yeah, we man. need some honest five star reviews. Yeah, honest five star reviews. Five star. Yeah, that's right. All the way. Five. In fact, add another one in the in the description so we get six. <laughs> All right, th- later. <laughs>